podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hey, Five Fans, it's Michelle Joy Phelps with Behind the Gloves in association with our betting partners, BUSR. And I'm joined now with Dean White. Dean, it's good to see you. So super random here in Vegas. Come on. Oh, wait, you know what? Oh, yeah, here we, we got are. two Sorry. mics. <laughs> I've got my own mic. We don't even need to share. Yeah, I uh, finally made it to Vegas. I've uh, been in Mexico for uh, 16 days, mm-hmm. having a good time. You know. Uh, I was going to say, how was that? That was a good time. Yeah, <laughs> had some, had some uh, trying to make some links and sort some stuff out. And mm-hmm. that was good. Met some interesting and really nice people. And then I uh, decided to mosey on down to mm-hmm. Las Vegas over the next coming weeks. We've got some really good fights starting with this weekend. And then mm-hmm. next weekend, we've got Devin Haney. So, yeah, what, what, where, where else could we be the mecca of boxing? As they say, so yeah, I've what come down in. It's good to see that we're finally, slowly but surely, getting like fans back in attendance. I know this weekend with Ramirez versus Taylor, we're not going to get quite as many fans as we had, you know, a few weekends ago with Canelo versus Saunders. But yeah, we will, yeah, but we will uh, be getting what I think it's about. 2,000 people in attendance this weekend, okay. somewhere around there. First, before we get on to, I really want to talk to you about what's going on in the heavyweight scene, but uh, uh, I want to get your your thoughts on this weekend's fight, Ramirez versus Taylor. Taylor, he, listen, he does, he's got a great jab, he goes to the body well, and he just does really nice stuff. He rolls out his shots and, and creates the space and mm-hmm. does some good stuff. I think it's going to be a, a great, great fight. I think mainly if he can keep him long, go to the body, touch him up, and just see if he can chip away, chip away, and break him down. You know, I'm expecting him to do really good stuff because I feel like he's faced a better pedigree of fighters mm-hmm. uh, coming from, what, what's that competition, the W? Uh, World Boxing Super World Series. Boxing Series. Coming mm-hmm. from that, I feel like he's felt faced a better competition, the pedigree of guys he's faced um, and the road he's took. Ramirez, listen, you can never write any Mexican off. Those guys, it's in their blood, it's in their DNA, mm-hmm. it's in their heritage. They're warriors through and through, so... You know, we've seen what they've come and done time and time again. Uh, let's start with Canelo. He's defeated many uh, UK guys. We've had guys that's come to our shows in the UK, and those guys have come, and people don't really know about those guys, and they actually come and paste some of the good guys there. So, you know, you know, we can never uh, write those guys off, and it's good Saturday night. We're going to have another tough cookie. He's going to come and bring it all, and mm-hmm. he's going to have a, a whole country behind i'm sure just like taylor's gonna have scotland and the uk behind mm-hmm. him so but it's gonna be great you know what i mean dean i need to know sort of first and foremost uh how is dillian dillian's fine i spoke yeah? to him uh, i think it was yesterday morning he's fine i think he's just you know doing his stuff training ticking over probably waiting for some news and stuff but yeah he, he's a-okay mm-hmm. well before or post fight dillian was actually or there eddie was mentioning the idea of possibly getting dillian against Deontay Wilder, but now we've seen those turn of events mm-hmm. occur where Deontay Wilder has won his arbitration case, and yeah. just, I guess it was like two hours after Tyson Fury confirmed yeah, no, yeah. that, you know, he signed and he got off the phone with the Saudi prince, everything's good to go, and then boom, a bomb drops, and basically changed the course of uh, heavyweight boxing at the moment. We're now going to get Joshua versus Usyk. And uh, the trilogy between Tyson Fury and Deontay Wilder here at the Allegiant Stadium in Las Vegas. So I just want to know what your thoughts are overall. Well, he's ruined the tea party, definitely. (laughs) (laughs) We had a good old English dust-up, good old tea party uh, scheduled for August the 14th. And I think the whole world in the UK was chomping at the bits for it. And um, now, obviously, that that, that fight's got to be done. And now, you know, there's a lot of people, a lot of people I know, they're getting so much messages saying, ah... 
why don't Wilder just go back where he came from? Where where's he been hiding all this time? You know, <laughs> he just turns up now when the fight's just made and and then they were saying, no, they were offering him step aside money. I said, listen, that guy's a guy of principle and honor. I knew he weren't going to take no money. Mm-hmm. And if he was going to take money, I knew the magic number was going to be around 20 million and they weren't going to yeah. pay it. So he's going to pick up, if, you, if, you, if you're going to do something, he, you might as well aim for the sky mm-hmm. because you're thinking for the disrespect, I need to be paid handsomely as you guys are getting paid tantalizingly. <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, so yeah, yeah. He's probably just shooting for it. But I, <laughs> I felt like... Uh, he was always gonna say, you know what, I, I, I want to be, I want my, I want my redemption, I want my revenge. So um, it is a bit annoying because obviously everyone wanted to see the first unification match in the UK on our shores for a very, very long time. So um, that's, I think, I think fans just all over the world wanted to see who was truly the number, the number one, one. Um, mm-hmm. and one unified guy holding all the belts, etc. Um, now uh, Tyson Fury's got it all to do it again. You know, in the first fight he got a draw which I felt like he won. The second fight was here. He actually pasted him. Um, and let's see, look, we see like um, Jonte Wilder's working with Malik Scott, who is very, very good technical boxer. I'm not sure if it's going to be enough and how long they've been working, if it's going to be enough that he's going to change him, it's going to make that much of an impact. But hey, they could prove me wrong. We'll have to see. Do you know if whether or not he's still working with JDs or I if... I heard that okay. he wasn't, but oh, I don't okay. know. I'm not really in there. Yeah. I did hear he wasn't. Um, but look, even that fight with Usyk, that's Anthony Joshua's mandatory. It's not a bad fight. It's not a Fury and Joshua, but it's a fight that fans would like to see, but probably just not now. Mm-hmm. You know, and even Dillian's been waiting in the wings for a very long time, mm-hmm. um, irrespective of the the, 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 the hiccup with uh, Alexander Povetkin, which he made amends and made right, mm-hmm. you know. Um, he's still in the wings and waiting for his opportunity. Um, so there's many uh, merry-go-rounds and circles and things that are going to happen. But I think Dillian should be fighting in July anyway. So all these girls are going to fight and then we're going to see what the situation... And it might be back down to the same thing again mm-hmm. because Dillian was looking to fight maybe uh, Deontay Wilder, Eddie mentioned, at the end of the year, November, December mm-hmm. anyway. So it might be as you were. So um, I'm hearing um, that Usyk and... Joshua, and then uh, maybe they're talking about doing the other fight down the line. Obviously, being that if both guys get past the respective, mm-hmm. you know, opponents they're in front of. Sorry, <laughs> That's okay. um, the opponents they're in front, uh-huh. and obviously they're looking. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a bit you can't look past anyone, but they are kind of saying, "Well, look." we believe we're number one and two, and these guys, you know, we're going to beat them kind of thing. So that's what it is. But, but it's interesting. Do you feel the outcome can be any different for Wilder? I'm not sure if it can be. That's what I was just saying just now. I'd, I'm not sure if there's going to be anything in his locker different, if Malik Scott can bring something different. Malik Scott was an excellent boxer. Um, he had he had all the skills in the world. I, f- I can't remember what they used to call him. 30, what they used to call him, 36, 10 or two, whatever. You know, like the rounds, they used mm-hmm. to call him that because he always used to I win. Didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, he used to always win by the same scorecards. Okay. And it was something <laughs> like 32 and you know, all. This is quite, he yeah. came back a long time before he actually lost. He ended up being like 36, 37 and all, mm-hmm. and then went to the UK and lost to Derek Chisora um, in some bizarre fashion. And then um, Deontay Wilder in another bizarre fashion. And. Uh, mm-hmm. Two coincidences. <laughs> mm, interesting. But, um, you know, now he's the trainer. Hey, yeah. Happy days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. It's an interesting turn of events. I know that they are good friends, though. Yeah, yeah, they've been friends for Obviously, Deontay feels like you can trust him. There's been a lot of uh, movement and changes in his camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, that can also play an effect on how someone performs, ultimately. Absolutely. Because, you know, changing trainers, not just trainers, but changing, really, of quite a few people. Um, mm-hmm. in his corner can ultimately determine 
the outcome of, of how he performs. Yeah, I think what I would say is it's kind of a weird one because Deontay Wilder had many excuses for why he lost and what was occurring around him. But the only thing and the only person that's still around is Malik Scott. He was a sparring partner, he was a close friend, he was a confidant. Uh, he's been around, he's someone loyal that was always in the changing room, that was there every time he fought. So I feel that that bond, that closeness, they have a brotherly love, a camaraderie, mm -hmm. coach, and he's got that in him where he feels safe. Yeah. And now that he's made him his trainer, I feel they probably gonna, you know, could be gelling. But to me, I've wa I watched a video they, they had out the other day. He did look somewhat stiff, but he did look like he was trying to reinvent himself and do other stuff. But sometimes you can't treat, uh, uh, you know, give a dog new tricks. Yeah, train an old train, dog new tricks, new tricks yeah. Basically, yeah. That's uh, where we was trying to get it. But it's mm -hmm. kind of weird because he did look a bit stiffy. He didn't, it didn't flow naturally, you know, so... Um, I mean, he has been inactive for quite some time course, as well, course, you know. But what I, I said many times over the, 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 the times, when he was um, moaning about what happened in the fight, I was saying to people, look, Jonte Wilder has a part to play in heavyweight boxing. We must give him credit for what he's done. Irrespective of people talking about the opponents he's faced, he still defeated those people. He went in there and knocked out at least 41 of 43 people, I think. Something crazy like that. And that's down in the history books. And, and that is just in itself record-breaking. So we must give him credit for that. Because it's not as easy always to knock people out. So what I was saying, he was wasting time complaining. If he had a court case and he was taken to arbitration, what he should have concentrated on getting back to the drawing board and honing his skills all this time. Mm. Even if he wasn't competing, what you should have done is cleared out, cleared house and started afresh and built your, your infrastructure from the foundation mm. up and started from then. I'm sure they were, they probably was doing stuff behind the scenes and now they come out and they feel mm. confident that they want to start showing people what they're doing. But that's where I thought he should have been because this day was always going to come if you was taking someone to court. He knew yeah. this day was going to come. So I felt like, you know, maybe he feels confident now and he's more prepared. I don't know. But I didn't see anything that I would think the Gypsy King would be fearful and afraid of and that would have any concern. Mm -hmm. He could also be trying to put out something different. Of course. Uh -huh. You know, like, yeah, because you can. You can uh, shimmy and trick people. Yeah. Put out something and make them think. Make them oh, think yeah. you just started training when he's been training the entire time. And he has been very quiet on social media. He's done a no, very few posts. So you just don't yeah. really know what he's been up to. Let's, let's, let's hope he has been training because, you know what, I think the fans deserve, you know, the best Deontay Wilder. Deontay Wilder is going to come and put it all on the line and give no excuses and make the make the mm -hmm. best man win. If you win, you win. If you lose, you lose. Take your hiding. Uh, take your loss as a man. Mm -hmm. L for learning. Learn, come back, and show us something new, man. Mm -hmm. Show us why you was the dominant force in the WBC when you had mm -hmm. that reign. You know what I mean? And then uh, people will put some more respect on your name. Right now, your name is a bit like Ashy because obviously, you know, the whinging, the whining, mm -hmm. and so on. And... Uh, I'd like to see him back in the mix because there's amazing fights for him, Dillian, Joshua, Usyk. There's so much fights for him. Mm -hmm. And he represents himself and Alabama and, you know, people, you know, around the world differently because, mm -hmm. you know, as African-Americans or black folks in the UK and just boxing fans, period. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I feel like as a fan of boxing, because I'm a fan of boxing first and foremost, so I'd like to see him back in the mix and these guys having big dust-ups and bringing good mm -hmm. entertainment so, you know, I can watch and commentate from my seat and uh, have my fair share without taking the punishment. Yeah. <laughs> Good business. Good business. Um, Alexander Usyk, mm -hmm. 
since his fight with Derek Chisora, he's been sort of sitting on the sidelines as well because uh, we weren't quite sure, or they weren't quite sure, what was going to happen with the undisputed fight. Um, and what they were sort of holding off for ended up working out in their favor. They didn't end up signing to have an interim fight uh, between himself and Joe Joyce. So here we are. How do you feel that uh, Alexander Usyk is going to do against Anthony Joshua? He's very skillful, but he's come up to the heavyweight division. I'm not going to lie. I was one of the people that actually thought Derek Zora put up a heck of a performance against him. I'm not sure if I had him winning. I've had it very, very close. Mm -hmm. I don't think the judges gave Derek... This is the second shake of the dice that he's not got the rub of the green as he should have. Because I felt like he won the Parker fight the other day. Mm -hmm. That's for me. And in the Usyk fight, I think he gave Usyk nightmares. And he welcomed him to the heavyweight division because you could see in the marking, the bruising, and how he was, how he looked after the fight, Usyk. We've never seen Usyk like that. We knew he was um, welcomed uh, traditionally <laughs> by the, the war Chisora to the heavyweight division because he was bruised and battered and, and he knew he was in a real dogfight, you know? Mm -hmm. So, I mean, up against the number one, number two, it depends who, who you ask, and Andy Joshua, it's going to be good, but the heavyweights, you know, they punch a lot harder. They, 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 they're up the top for a reason. And uh, I think it's going to be a good fight. He'll try and make it difficult, um, but I can't see him beating AJ. I think AJ will stick that big jab in right in the middle of his face mm -hmm. and try and punch holes in him. And, um, and that'll be the end of that. Mm -hmm. Do you think that the winners, the outcome is going to be exactly the same as where we stand today, where it will end up being um, Tyson Fury and Anthony Joshua for all the belts? That's what we all hope for, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's what we're all looking yeah, for. Yeah, yeah. Tell uh, them in the comments. <laughs> and uh, lastly, I wanted to get your opinion um, on the... Billy Joe Saunders' performance with Canelo Alvarez. How did you score that the fight? I felt Billy Joe was doing good early. Mm -hmm. I, I always was concerned about his power. I didn't think he had enough pop to concern someone like Canelo. Canelo's a beast. He went in there. Golovkin gave him some of his best shots, mm -hmm. and um, he ate them, and uh, he didn't even bat an eyelid, you know what I mean? So we always knew it was going to be a tough arc. But he boxed well. He looked good early. But what you got, you know, Canelo is such a crafty git. And, and he's got such power. And you saw that devastating power. And, and what we've always got to remember, fights are 12-round fights, especially championship fights. So it doesn't matter how it, all, it starts off, it's how it ends. Mm. And he always catches, he's like the bounty. He always catches his man. <laughs> and um, we've got to give him credit. And, you know, I used to have Crawford as the pound-for-pound pound number one. But Canelo's come up and, you know, s s took that mantle. Because, look, he's fought three times and Crawford ain't even fought once. Mm. So, and he's fought, he fought our best guys, Billy Joe Saunders, Callum Smith, who I rate very highly, both of those guys. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, was it Yildrim? Mm -hmm. Well, that's, that's, that's something different. But, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, so, I mean... Look, he's going to be fighting Caleb Plant more than likely and, next uh, for the, the last so, belt. It, listen, he is... He's just, he's, he's just a, he's he's a, a special, different animal. He's a special talent. He's a brute. He's a beast. He's a puncher. His IQ, his head movement, especially from his top half, how he moves and slips and rolls and what he does. Listen, we've got to give him his credit. We've got to tell him now, not after he's gone, how special it is and how a treat it is to watch and see how he's evolved from the Mayweather um, defeat, mm -hmm. you know? Well, that's interesting because a lot of people feel that if they fought now mm -hmm. or in each, other's, in each other's primes... You still feel like Mayweather beat him? Look, Billy Joe still at Saunders was st still boxing a little bit of rings around and making him miss wildly. 
and Billy's not 50 and old, Money Mayweather. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I get the power shots, but listen, Mayweather does all that stuff in his gym mm-hmm. around the corner, wherever it is. What's that? He does them dog houses, mm-hmm. 30, 40 <laughs> hour rounds and punching his squad with cruises, the heavies. Um, he's seen it all before, but I mean, it would be, a, I think it might be a bit more tight and interesting, but I just feel Mayweather is, 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 is just that special. You've got errors of fighters, but to be honest, it's, it's, it's long to keep thinking that because he had his error, he's got his yeah. error now, uh, and that's all that matters. He's the dominant force now in his era. Canelo's um, like the face of yeah. our of our time now, like exactly. of our era now. Yeah. You know, Joshua is definitely mm-hmm. a, a beacon in that as well. Uh-huh. He's got uh, that side, but Canelo is a special kid, mm-hmm. you know, in itself. So yeah. Um, in regards to the eye injury, there was a, a lot of back and forth, uh, different talks about it. Some felt that uh, it was merited. Like obviously. When you have an eye injury like that, it's not worth going blind over. At the no, same absolutely. time, it's I feel like a lot of people were giving him a bit of a flack because of the things that he had previously said about Daniel Dubois. Um, in being in that position, let's just say Dylan was at that position and you're in the corner, would you have done the same thing? I always look to preserve and think to the fighter to look forward to another day to do stuff. But mm-hmm. Dylan's a warrior. He'd probably say, listen, go do one, man. Look after your own eye. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> He's crazy, so yeah. he'd probably want to fight on. But, you know, look, I think Mark Tibbs done the right thing because at the end of the day, and um, Ben, I think they've done the right thing to call it because, look, a lot of people, there's, there's, this is what I explained to someone the other day. All of these guys who are in there, Daniel Dubois was in there with Joe Dress. Um, who else has had these kind of eye injuries? There was someone else who had it. I can't remember. All these oh, uh, Kel Brook. Kel Brook was mm-hmm. in with Golovkin, which is mm-hmm. a very high elite guy. But none of them was in with the pound for pound number one king, wrecking ball, wrecking machine, Canelo. Mm. And that's a big difference because guess what? He knows when to punch, when not to punch, and when to faint and when not to faint. And he would have caused some destructive damage. He ain't the pound for pound um, king for no reason. He would have done some absolute horror show mm. so i think not it with someone like that. that there's risk to take with certain guys but the power he wields and and his his iq it was just not worth it because mm-hmm. it would and you know and billy upset him because a lot of stuff he would say so he was had a chip he had a bone an axe to grind <laughs> And uh, where did he he, he axed that that bone? <laughs> you know, like he, I know it was the first yeah. time we actually saw Canelo like that. You see, he was agitated. He's talking English um, a lot, man. You yeah. get out of here. Yeah. You want money? Get I know the fuck what you out want. of here. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> yeah, right, Canelo's on smoke. I like that. <laughs> I like that new side of him. Yeah, I like no, him yeah. expressing Eddie, Eddie, himself I think more. Eddie's, Eddie's brought it out of him. Eddie's mm-hmm. done something. That the zone, mm-hmm. that the zone bag, man. That Mula, that Mula, that becoming Mula. his own boss. Now listen, it's big business. You got yeah. you obviously Golden Boy's gone. I think he just said, "Listen, man, I'm not talking, man. You look don't pay me enough, Golden Boy, man." <laughs> so uh, yeah, yeah. There we have it. Um, lastly, with Dillian, is there anyone in particular that he's looking at at the moment? Um, I think there was a few names. Mm-hmm. There was, um, but my brain is a bit of a sieve. Well, you Franklin, just you're you're Franklin, jet lag. Franklin, is, there's a guy mm-hmm. named Franklin. He was 22 and all. I think that was one of the names Eddie mentioned or one of those guys mentioned. Why not get Dillian over, like, on a card out here over in the summer? No, he is. He's fighting in the USA. Oh, good. Yeah, the yeah. next fight is the USA then. Yeah, yeah I okay, believe good. so. I believe so. But, mm-hmm. you know, anything could change. You know boxing. Yeah. We had a fight yesterday with uh, <laughs> Tyson Fury, the AJ, and now it's Deontay Wilder. And yeah, yeah, Fury. Right. So, look, anything could change. But at the minute, uh, allegedly, it's going to be in the USA in the summer. 
Yeah. And we look forward to being on this side of the shores again and uh, getting some love. Yeah, he needs to get that exposure out here in of the course. States. Yeah. I'm sure he knows that. Yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate thank it. You. It is hot as fucking here, isn't it? Hot as hell. Woo! And they done shut the door, too. I, I was I, like, listen, man, I need I that breeze. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to uh, Las Vegas. Welcome to Mexico. This is it, man. This is what it was. This is it. was it. hot as that. So, you know, it's all good. I'm going to go get some bag work and uh, okay. uh, enjoy myself yeah. here in the furnace. Well, welcome to Las Vegas, and uh, you'll be there media week, right? Yes, I Okay, will. fantastic. Amazing. Well, I'll see you there. All right, cheers. All right, thank you for your time. Right, Bye-bye, yeah. fans. Sports Social Podcast Network.